and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis. I'm Benjamin Holden. So, today's episode, we are back in, what's this setup called? The kitchen setup. We're back in our kitchen, basically. It's just back in the normal podcast setup. We've not done it for and fucking ages. Cheeky monster. I can't hear a single thing, which is so freaking annoying. Well, How annoying? set it up wrong, haven't you? We've 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 got we've not done this in a while, so it feels really weird to be back here. We've been in so many different podcast studios all over the country. It's weird to be back in our own. It is indeed. It's nice to be back. Yeah, we are, feel we a are. bit more relaxed. God, I literally can't hear a single thing. <laughs> I can't hear anything you're saying. I might actually need to take my headphones off. That's a that'll be a nice change. <laughs> we will be back in like other places again though, due to doing some more guests which we'll speak about at the end of the podcast we've got some more exciting guests coming up but we're going to do an episode today just me and ld having a chit chat giving you guys some i think very relevant content and information at the moment and the other thing that we have got coming up is the 10k event run so what we'll be doing is we'll be leaving a link in the description where you can find a little bit more about that because that is coming up in five weeks I, well, yeah. When does this podcast go out? It'll be less than five weeks when it goes out, I think. Four weeks. Right. Four weeks, yeah. When this yeah. one goes out. Because yeah, in four weeks. you will just been listening to this after the back of the Matt Does Fitness podcast. Yes. Um, but the MCS 10 event is a 10K charity run or just come for the meetup and come to spectate to support the runners. We're obviously getting the point across that you don't have to come and do the 10K, but we have got over 100 runners now, which is literally insane. When we first started planning it, we were like, oh, you know, we'll just get like 20 people together and just do a bit of like a run together. No, no, no. This is a full on event, mm-hmm. event plans. It's all been confirmed by like the council, everything like that. It's, it's going to be absolutely insane. So you can grab your tickets via the link below. They are free. However, you do have to purchase one because we do need to know numbers and we're also capping them very, very soon. The tickets go so quick when we release a few more at a time. So just make sure you're super quick in getting those. The other thing as well, if you watch on YouTube, is we should this year have our own different podcast setup, which would be quite cool as well. And we'll have a new kind of fit out so you'll be able to listen to my harmonious voice in much better quality, basically. (laughs) The other thing to tell you about as well, I've done, well, you'll be able to watch it now. I was on a podcast, which is me and Cal did, because I hate burgers, by the way. You've just done a podcast. Just done a YouTube video. Me and Cal did a YouTube <laughs> I video. I hope you've not, because I wasn't. Plot. I haven't had my morning monster yet. We did a YouTube video where we tested burgers. We did frozen, fresh, fancy, which was, I hate burgers. This, for me, was like a big deal. This was me going out on a whim. Yeah, you've more so just not had them in a while, have you? I just don't like burgers. Yeah. This video, though, changed your mind a little bit. <laughs> the reason why I'm telling you about this is, though, because this episode is sponsored by Muscle Food. And you can get the biggest variety ever of burgers from Muscle Food. When we did that barbecue for the England games in the, in the summer, I was like, I didn't even know this many different type of burgers existed. Yeah, well, it had, like, the variety of, obviously, like, chicken, pork, beef, turkey. But they all had then other things too than like seasonal spicy herb do you know what i mean it wasn't just like a single Turkey, thing so, chicken oh we just done that i did just that was <laughs> sorry but it was actually incredible isn't it in terms of like how much variety they actually have so you don't really get bored i think that's like a big thing some people get really bored of just like chicken breast 
which is completely understandable. Yeah. So by having a variety, it gives you a little bit more chicken choice. Sausages. Chicken sausages are actually great. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. I've got a new breakfast bagel thing, which looks <laughs> insane. I ordered one of them. What was on it? It's got chicken sausages, cheese, but like a low-fat cheese, and some sort of like egg omelette thing. I really don't know how that's going to taste, so I'm going to be very curious. I think you see. put it in the microwave, though, don't you? Yeah. Oh my god, it's well simple. I had the microwave bag from there the other day, and it was fucking you know great. Do you know? Do you know it would be great if I could take that with me back to my mum's today, and I can just eat it. Yeah, but we've got one of them. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> now, actually, actually, I'll take a pizza. I think we got three of the pizzas pizza as well. The pizza so great. You get a massive pizza and like what, 360 calories? 360 calories and like 30 grams of protein. It's goat's cheese pizza. Oh my fuck. I need to write that down, Ben. How is it goat's cheese, by the way? What, make, what makes it goat's cheese? Because the milk's Put goat's cheese on top of it. Why is it goat's cheese? Because though? that's so much more tasty. No, how is it goat's cheese? It's just the milk comes from the goat. Oh no, yeah. That's what goat's cheese is. And then cheddar comes so it's from not the like, cow. Not 10 goats have been sitting there going, we're making this cheese today. It's goat milk. It's yeah. goat milk in goat's in goat's cheese. Okay, but then you've I'm got things. I don't actually know about like blue cheese and camembert. I think that's cow's milk. It's mouldy cheese. I was basically. one of those people. I never used to like cheese. You know. Yeah, that's f- so weird. Why is that weird? Whereas I'm a cheese fanatic. When you're a kid, you don't go, Mom. Cow some goat's cheese on there. Yeah, you, you spaghetti. Do. No, you don't. Cow's nodding. Cow's there. Six year old cow with a camembert. No, he's oh not. Oh my god, Stilton, blue cheese. Red Leicester. You're a strange Brie. child. Brie's actually an interesting one because I used to not like the skin on Brie. I was like, this it's is like... skin. Well, yeah, it's got like... Because obviously Brie's very sticky. It's surrounded by that white chalky stuff and I used to not eat See, that, but I'm now at the age where describe cheese like to anyone, no one's ever eaten it ever again. Yeah, they are. No, it's not. It just sounds yeah. like some... I take my pizza with me. It sounds like shit go. that you find at the bottom of something, like a chalk box or a slime <laughs> gunge, which is fungi in the corner of your living room. Anyway, that's just but not... But anyway, yeah, you can, you can get muscle food, basically get discount on cheap food from the link in the description of the podcast and the YouTube channel. And if you use code... MCSFAM. MCSFAM, you will get discount, basically. Yeah, which is great. Everyone loves discount. Everyone loves discount. Cheeky discount. Grab your discount. Here you go. But MCS fam. Today we're going to talk about something that's re- very relevant. I spoke about it yesterday on Instagram story. And I talked about morning anxiety. Yesterday I woke up and I had a really bad anxiety. I had, I felt stressed. I had a tight chest. I was worried about nothing. I was saying to Cal in the gym, I don't even know why I've got it. I'm not, I'm literally not stressed about anything. Maybe I am. Maybe we've got that internal stress or subconscious stress internally we have so much going on yeah but i don't i'm not stressed about anything there's not i couldn't put my finger on something and go that is really stressing me out sometimes i just wake up in the morning and it just hits me like a ton of bricks and i've got no reasoning behind it but you know what's interesting you don't actually have anxiety you wake up and feel anxious yeah there's a difference between having anxiety and feeling anxious Everyone feels anxious from time to time. Mm-hmm. You've been waking up with it. So I think it's important to differentiate. You'd be like, you you can't say I have anxiety. It's I woke up and I felt anxious. How, how would you differentiate it though? What, I don't know, what but quali- Mike did it What really qualifies well. you to be then under the term I have anxiety? So that's when it's more like clinical anxiety where you get the physical symptoms, you get Who the palpitations. It well? Mike, Mike, Dr. Mike. Okay, well, He's that's interesting. Podcast. We've got Dr. Mike on the podcast next week, so this will actually be a good topic to speak to him about. It's kind of like saying... Sorry, just to interrupt. We're not experts in this. None of the information that we're given today is 
what's the right word to use? Well, we're not professionals on mental health. That's yeah. not what we do. We're just giving our we personal discussion, experience yeah. and opinions. However, when you when you have anxiety, it's like saying, "Oh, I feel depressed today." No, you don't. You don't have depression. Yeah, that's a very. You different. feel sad, mm-hmm. or there's that you feel a certain way. I think throwing those terms around. Mike described it really well. We'll have to obviously get him to do it yeah. again because it, it hit me really hard because I actually do have anxiety. Yeah, you do, I've yeah. had it for about five, six years and that got diagnosed by someone, got diagnosed by a doctor. And that's, I think, when you get like physical symptoms, like heart palpitations, sweaty palms, you can't feel like you can do things. But we will actually have to get Mike to explain it in in real terms as well to go through like the differences as well because you've been waking up and you've been really frantic and those anxious feelings and is like why does that happen yeah it's weird it feels like i've just got a pressure and a weight on me mm. and i can't get it off yeah i suppose that's that's why in today's podcast we want to talk about ways and methods that you can use training and exercise to really fuck it in the arse basically and i just... had um a really it, it's not actually a definition it's just because obviously today we're talking about stress anxiety and fitness the actual difference between stress and anxiety i just pulled it up mm-hmm. because i you kind of think they're the same thing but they're, they do they get are correlated very often don't they, yeah. so the difference between stress and anxiety people under stress experience mental and physical symptoms such as irritability anger fatigue muscle pain digestive troubles and difficulty sleeping and there's the fight or flight response that our bodies naturally have to stress to to cope with it, but there can also be positive stress in situations. And then anxiety, on the other hand, is defined by persistent, excessive worries that don't go away, even in the absence of a stressor. So anxiety is more of a continuous thing. Yes, that's what I mean. I'm not. I I've got nothing that's stressing me out. Mm. I'm just feeling anxious in the morning. The, the, one of the interesting things that obviously happens is from the stress hormone which is cortisol which mm. is released from the adrenal gland that most often happens within the first four hours of waking for most people they have an, an increase in that cortisol hormone so i guess that kind of explains why sometimes we experience that morning that anxiety or feeling anxious sometimes in the morning because it's most prevalent first thing in the day that's why i feel it's important to protect those morning hours mm. and we'll get into the things that we do in the morning i don't want to turn into one of those bullshit youtube morning routine kind of talks but i wanted to talk through the things that we do because i think it's quite important and i find a lot of the things that i've done recently have really helped to squash feeling anxious in the morning as well mm-hmm. and i think a big important part of that as well is what you eat and drink first thing in the morning is often quite an important thing that contributes to well, it does contribute to high levels of anxiety. The only thing I really have in the morning is, is a morning coffee and potentially sometimes that's not the best thing to probably have a load of caffeine when you're feeling a little bit anxious anyway. But I, don't know, I love a morning coffee. I love a morning coffee. Never getting away from it. That, even 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 if I... Well, Chris Wills is a big one who speaks about this, why you don't need coffee in the morning. Yeah, he has those salt things, doesn't he? Yeah. I just... However, when I sip that coffee, my morning is made... I think my morning coffee relaxes me because I'm like, oh. It's more of like an association thing, that isn't it? Mm. We know. We, we've started getting up like quite early and it's, you sit down, you open your book. I sit that morning coffee and I just shut my eyes. I'm like, morning. And then it, it even if I am feeling anxious, it's like, oh, that feels so great. 
but that's one of the big things that we do in the morning when we're talking about protecting your morning and what you're doing and making sure you're setting yourself up for the day. One of the worst things I used to do, and I never do it anymore, so I know, I know it's not one of the things that contributes to me. Can it, I guess? Check your phone. Yeah. Mm. Never do it now. Mm. If you start your day by listening to some little trollop on Instagram who's left a negative comment or you're following someone who's a bell end and you see that first thing in the morning, you've just literally ignited your day. Mm. In a shit way. In a shit way. It's not even that though. You could, you could just see something that you're not ready to consume or you waste 15 minutes of your morning scrolling on Instagram, led in bed or TikTok or whatever you're on. And it's like, oh my God, I'm going to be late. Same with the news. And you're running around. Oh yeah, the news is, the news is, yeah. Do you know what's the right type of news to watch? DFB. Disney news, because there's never any negative shit on there. There actually is. There is sometimes, but it's not going to ruin, uh, unless. Ben, oh my God, the other day it literally ruined your whole day when what they did? brought like the mask policy back in and you did not stop talking about this mask policy at Disney. I was like, we're going in nine months. It will be gone. Okay, fair point. <laughs> but, but I need to know these things sometimes. I need to know what's going on because we're going on holiday there. <laughs> and I'm planning. I've been planning this holiday for three years, so this is important. Okay. So when I see well, when I see Mickey flash up again, that's it. Everything's gone. I'm back to being a child again. I've got no stress, no worries. On a serious note, though, that's why I always watch Disney stuff because it reminds me of being a child when I had no stress, no work, no anxiety, no anything. I could just go out and do whatever and not have anything to think about. He's not actually been planning it straight for three years. It's been cancelled for three years. So on the I run. have been planning it for so three years now. It's been pulled over because of COVID for the past three years. But yeah, that is going to be a very exciting stress relief of a holiday. Yeah, that, but one of the reason things why it's good is because if you can consume something that helps. I mean, we read a lot of self development books. I think mm. we and I'm I'm reading this book at the moment, which is about being more vulnerable. I thought my mic wasn't on there. No, I can hear you. One of the things, and I've took a lot of things away from that book in regards to being vulnerable. And I think I've subconsciously taken things about, out of that book about being vulnerable because I put on a story yesterday about feeling really anxious in the morning. And that was me putting something out that made me vulnerable. Mm. And then a lot of other people then open up and talk about it. And there's a lot of things that you can take from being more vulnerable in life. And that book's helped me a lot. I'm sure there's probably a lot of things that you, you're kind of taken away from your morning read which i just make it just makes you feel more positive that i'm putting something in between not in between my ears i'm putting something in my head that i'm learning from and taking things away from and i can't focus on anything else and it puts me into a book in my head somewhere else yeah no definitely i think one of the things i because i don't think you've actually spoke about this much with your show notes however i think it's also important to note how stress can negatively affect your workout and why people should be being proactive and actually managing it because people always say oh like um, working out exercise is going to relieve the stress it absolutely is but also for the people who are just burying and burying and burying the stress and not addressing it how much it can actually impact their health okay so you're talking about like a plaster on a wall wound sort of situation yeah basically just in terms of how when you aren't looking after yourself and you aren't managing your stress and you think it's just going to go or you aren't managing your mental health how much it's going to affect your fitness goals Mm -hmm. essentially so the first one before we go into the fitness bit because we just kind of breezed over one of the bits i wanted to talk about and then we'll go into the fitness talk 
remember I mentioned to you, I think I mentioned it to you this morning about the thing, because me and Carl were talking about again yesterday, called SAD. Yeah. Seasonal Affective Disorder. I think everyone is sad when it, this weather is sad. Yeah, well, it's it's actually quite a common thing. And it's it's where people's mood is affected by the changes in seasonal weather. And obviously now we're moving into the autumn winter. I'm just looking out the window now and it's pissing down again. Oh, England. And and obviously, for example, you might find that your mood and energy drops when the weather is colder and warmer. I often feel it's like when you're like, it's summer and everyone's happy going outside, going for a walk. Getting st- How hard is it to get steps in, by the way, when it's pissing down as well? We had yeah, this you just don't yesterday. feel up to it as much, do you? And and people also notice it in the sleep because as temperature changes, it only takes a one degree change in body temp for it to throw off your sleep. So then sleeping patterns and eating patterns are thrown off and it can affect your circadian rhythm as well, especially when clocks go forward and back, which is happening on Halloween, the day after my birthday, mm. the 30th October, if anyone wants to buy me anything, by the way. And... The, However, the, I will not be sending you circadian, my address. <laughs> <laughs> circadian rhythm is is your rough twenty four hour clock, which kind of governs your behaviours of biology and influences hunger and sleep. So that's affected. But this is actually a real thing that people don't know about. Someone messaged me about it yesterday on Instagram, which got me thinking about it because he sent me this thing called a sad lamp. Not looked into it yet. Um, but then Cal was telling me an interesting. Lo- I bet that's a loomy light. Probably is. Yeah, the one that I said this morning because we woke up and I was like, oh my God, it's so dark outside. Yeah. Lumi lights, they get lighter from like 5am or whatever time. Woo. We don't need any more lamps in our bedroom. A Lumi We've got a frigging salt lamp. Yeah, for both we'll go- bed. We're going to have a Lumi lamp and then we're going to have a side lamp as well. It's- no, I think... We're not turning the bedroom <laughs> think- into a fucking freak I show. I think a sad lamp is a Lumi lamp. I don't think they are. We'll have to have a look at this anyway. But there's this... Where was it? Cal... Oh, I've got it here. So there's this place. It is in, I think it's in, in in Norway. It's a town in Norway, and I think I've got the document up in front of me. But I think they basically did some research. There's a guy who, who settled there years and years ago. I think it was in 1905, and they, they, this t- small town settled somewhere in Norway, and it was so. I think the elevation was so deep and there's so much mountains and stuff around that they don't get any sunlight in the day at all because the sun passes over and it doesn't get high enough to be able to, because that mountain blocks all the sunlight. So they get no vitamin D, they get no sunlight. And I think they did some research on this small town and found that a load of them were basically really sad and depressed and it was due to this seasonal affective disorder because they were getting no sunlight no vitamin d so what the this is actually real what they ended up doing was hiking up to the top of these mountain cliffs and they put massive mirrors on the top and these mirrors as well they pivot and swivel so as the sun moves they pivot and swivel to capture the sunlight and deflect it or reflect it onto the the town so that they get more sunlight and vitamin d and it's changed their mood of and rate of depression and how people are feeling and stuff like that. Isn't that mad? Yeah. That's a lot to do that, isn't it? So if I'm ever pissed off sitting there, just get a giant mirror from the window and just reflect it on my face. Just get a light and shine it in your face. That's a bit different to sunlight, <laughs> isn't it? We don't have sunlight here at this time of year. But isn't that a crazy story though? And it just goes to show you how, how much people are affected by sunlight as well. 
Do you know what it is as well? Do you know when we went to Lanzarote last year for six weeks? We went just before the third lockdown. I was so happy. And we ended up just staying and people were like, can't believe like you've like, okay, not a lot of people. Everyone loved that we were there. The odd few person, you know, negativity bias, you focus on the one person. Mm. Can't believe you're out there in a pandemic. I'm thinking, you know what? Fuck off. I'm absolutely, I'm looking after myself. There was so, it was so, that one comment, I remember we were sat in the car, we were coming the way back from somewhere. I was like, that is just the most ridiculous thing to say. Like, you're spreading COVID. I was like, we're in a country where there's 40 cases. But the thing is, we travelled out and there when... And we lived out there. We travelled out there when... We could travel. When it was legal. When, the yeah. co- when it was legal because we were coming out of the pandemic. And then we got put back in it at Christmas and we're like, yeah, well, we can either travel back and sit in the pissing down rain or we can sit here and get my vitamin D on and go surfing every day. I think also so, what people were forgetting is like as content creators, we were we wanted to produce good content for people to keep them happier and help them as much as we were helping ourselves. Mm-hmm. I cannot help you from my living room when it's pissing down in November. I wanted to be doing things that would that came across like very egotistical, but not in that way in terms of we still want to be able to help you, but we have to help ourselves to be able to help the hundreds and thousands of mm-hmm. you. It is, it was really hard to get that point across this girl and she was like, oh, you're killing people. I was like, oh gosh, you're killing me. Like, we can't, <laughs> we can't have this conversation <laughs> right now. She was just, oh God. Oh, you're killing um, me. But yeah, yeah some, it some people, true, you like, know people like, so Karen needs to fucking have a word of herself. Yes. So can I throw back into my... You can. Yeah, so this is more so how, when you're feeling high levels of stress... This is actually more so focused on stress. This isn't necessarily as focused on anxiety. But the first thing is, it throws you off your workout a little bit. And this is in terms of if stress is, or stress is very in your mind, it's kind of all you end up thinking about. Sometimes when you're working out, I do this a lot when I'm stressed. I end up doing things on my phone whilst I'm in the gym. So I hate I reply, going on my phone when I'm in the gym. Yeah, I'll reply to emails. I'll be replying to clients. I'll be checking things. Because I'm so stressed, I think I need to be doing it there and then to help the situation. But it makes it 10 times worse. Yeah, 100%. And you, you end up, it's just, that's just, that's one of the worst that's things. That's like that your power hour. You off your workout. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it should be used as that time. The second one is it completely hinders your recovery. It's very normal after a workout to feel a little bit sore, you know, a little bit fatigued or whatever. But when you're stressed, the effects are multiplied as your muscles are essentially stressed too in terms of they're a lot more tense. Mm -hmm. They can't relax. The mental demands of the stress is placed on your body. Mm -hmm. So you're not recovering as well. You'll do a gym session, really stressed. You've not managed your stress very well. And you'll feel more fatigued as the day goes on. And then you go back to the gym the next day and you still feel the same way because you're not giving yourself enough time to recover. And when people do this, it increases their risk of injury. Yeah. And this is all because of stress and people don't even realize. Well, there's that balance, balance, sorry. There's that balance, isn't there, between the amount, like a good amount of stress and a bad amount of stress. And you do it when you're in, well, we do it when we're in sports studies where you can do tests on if stress is detrimental to performance or if it aids performance. Mm-hmm. And there's different levels of stress. And each, But the thing is, each person will be able to deal with different levels of stress. And this is the same when top-level athletes are in events and arenas and how they deal with stress mm-hmm. and how it affects it before. Some people excel in, in front of massive crowds. Did. We did a we did this test when we were in PE 
and I didn't know what was going on. Got taken into a different room. Teacher just went, get out. Literally just went, get out. I was like, what are you talking about? He went, get out. So I walked out the room and he came out, put me in his different classroom with a timer. It was a bit weird. It felt a bit weird at the time because he was like, get on the floor. I was like, what do you mean, get on the floor? He said, get on the floor. It's okay. Do push-ups. So I started doing push-ups anyway. He said, do as many push-ups as you can in a minute in this classroom, just me and him. That's the, really weird. The, 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 all the classrooms in the other room. They all knew what was going on. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't know. And I started doing push-ups anyway. I got the common moment push-ups. I got, did them, did them in a minute. Walked back in the other room. Were you in school uniform? I was in sixth form, so I had my suit on. That's even worse. Yeah, it's weird. And what a weird situation. I got back in the other room and we sat down for a couple of minutes to let me rest. And then he said, I want you to do it again now. So I got to the front of the class, got on the floor, started doing push-ups. And the whole class was around me, screaming, shouting, like as in cheering me on. And I got like an extra 20 push-ups. <laughs> so that was a test that we were doing. One was in a classroom with no one there. And the other one was when all the lads... And I was in an all-boys school, by the way. So it was just lads cheering me on, gearing me up. I did way oh, more. So it, it kind of shows the difference between having a stressor and not. Mm. That's actually really interesting. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. It's, well, it happens the same as so sporting events when you're in a home country or a home stadium. Yeah the team or the person usually does 10 times better if they're from that area. Like yeah. the the London team, when the London Olympics were on, the Britain did really, really well because it was a home crowd. But you see that every week in football when you play home and away. Yeah, 100%. So there was just one more that I had and you actually already touched on it before, but how much it messes with your cortisol levels. Mm. So chronic stress really hurts your ability to regulate the hormone cortisol which influences your metabolism, your immunity, your sleep rhythm, so your circadian rhythm and blood pressure. And unregulated cortisol levels will leave you feeling like really fatigued, run down, more subject to gaining weight as you're more likely to crave sugarier, sugarier? sugary, fatty foods that you probably wouldn't usually want. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the lack of sleep with the stress, again, can affect weight gain in the long run mm-hmm. because of your cortisol levels. And people sometimes don't put two and two together. They don't put, oh God, I've been really stressed and saved on a weight loss journey and you've been consistently losing weight, I don't know, maybe like a pound a week mm-hmm. for the past five weeks and then all of a sudden it's spiking. Yeah. And then, because I ask my clients every week, are you stressed? How are your stress levels? Are you sleeping? How's your... And it's not just how's nutrition, are you in a calorie deficit, are you are you, tra- are you training? It's are you stressed and are you sleeping? Because your cortisol levels need to be regulated in order to help get out of that little plateau. Because people don't really put two and two together in terms of how stress is affecting you, how it's affecting your mental health, but also how it's affecting your physical health. So the reason that we're doing this podcast as well is so you're more aware of maybe kind of tapping into your own mind and being like, right, okay, actually at the moment, I had a shit workout. I've had a shit workout actually the whole week. Am I stressed? Is there something a bit more internal? Do I need to work on that? Yeah, I think that's one of the difficult things though is, and it's, you talk about training while stressed and how sometimes it can hinder because a lot of the time people are saying, well, if you're stressed out, you need to relax, you need to chill out more and, and bloody blah. I think everyone's very different. It depends on the amount of stress that you're dealing with because we're talking about how fitness and exercise can help that. 
fitness and exercise has shown massive benefits, which we're going to go through, and how that can aid and help you with anxiety and depression and your mood and, and stuff like that. It's just difficult to get that balance between, well, do I go to the gym or do I not? Oh, no, sorry. Mine was more so, okay, so if you're not recovering, if you're not sleeping and all these things are happening, if you're not recovering and you you can't concentrate on your workout, that is your body telling you you are subconsciously stressed and you need to sort it out. Okay. Obviously, exercise, yeah, that's the whole point of it. It helps. It really helps. Dopamine, all of that. But if you're feeling a certain way and you can't pinpoint why, you're not recovering, you're really tired, all of this, when you're training, it might subconsciously be because you are really, really stressed. Mm-hmm. And that has onset effects. But you need to be careful what you do in the gym, though, because I think doing those things that you were speaking about, it's not good to be doing emails in the gym and replying to messages. Oh God, stuff. Absolutely because not. Because that, that, the one thing I always do is I always put my phone away in my bag. And obviously, I'll go back to it sometimes for music. It's your power hour. It's your, you need, just as you protect that time in the morning, you need to protect that time in the gym as well. And you need to be careful what you're putting in your head and what you're putting in your ears when you're in the gym because you want to be on point you want to be in the zone you want to be enjoying it you don't really thinking about other shit because essentially that's your time to be proactive with both your physical and mental health and it's important that you protect that time and not let anyone else seep into that whether that's via email whether that's via whatsapp whether that's via text whatever it is you need to be protective of that time yeah massively i think it's so I found myself doing it all last week. I was training at a different gym. I was back home. There's a lot going on. I was I was literally working whilst I was in the gym and I was texting Ben being like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I'm so overwhelmed. And Ben was like, you're so stressed. You've got a lot going on. Get off your emails and do your gym sessions. So I knew in my head, it's like, fuck, I'm really stressed. I need to, I need to s- stop doing yeah. that. So it was um, a mental cue. Could you say that I realized what I was doing? Yeah. So I knew I needed to stop that. Sometimes when your balls deep in something, it's difficult to take a step back and really realise. And that's why I'm talk sometimes speak about when you're looking at situations and very much when you're a, an all or nothing kind of person is you need to look at things sometimes with a telescope rather than a magnifying glass because if you look at things too closely, you miss things. Mm-hmm. When you take a step back or someone gives you that sort of shake to take a step back, you realise, shit, I'm actually doing this and I need to sort of look at things and, and, and detach myself almost from it and have some perspective on it. And obviously today we're talking about lifestyle changes that you can use to reduce stress and things that you can do. And we've we've had a chit-chat about diet. The other thing which is really important is what you're doing before you go to bed because if you go to bed with anxiety or you feel anxious, you're going to wake up in a similar fashion as well. And mm-hmm. it's it's very much a short a surefire way to shoot yourself in the dick basically if you've got one. But the the ways obviously that exercise can help combat stress is there's a there's a couple of bits that I've been reading over the last week just because it's something that's been happening to me and there's there's a couple of studies that scientists have found that that regular participation in aerobic exercise has been shown to decrease overall levels of tension, elevate and stabilize up. mood, improve sleep, and improve self esteem even if it's just five minutes. And this is why I think for me it's been helpful. To, to be running more even though I said to Kyle before I haven't ran as much over the past two weeks one I pretty much balls my foot up 
and then two, I just did a bit. I did a bit more cycling instead, and and both of those things, like I spoke before, you get a different feeling from when you do a lift compared to when you've done a run or a, a cycle or whatever. And combining the two just puts me in a way better headspace. I always feel amazing after I've done a run. And again, for you, you can't be on your phone when you're doing a run mm. unless you're just aimlessly running into shit. The only time I've done it is if I'm like filming a YouTube. Yeah, yeah, but you can't be texting or doing emails as you're doing a 10k run. It's just in, it's impossible. So it's just even if you do a a brisk walk, yeah, and get after it because you can't run. It's a massive help, and and sometimes if you're not in the headspace to go to the gym, going doing health and fitness is more about doing something than nothing. And if you can go out and go for a walk. And you can get motivated to do that rather than go to the gym. It's going to help just kind of put you in a better headspace and put you into a better mood because it's it's a lot easier thing to get motivated for and to get up and do. Well, on a study that I was looking at, there was 47% of the respondents said that walking or exercise was a personal way of managing their stress because when you actually look at it, well, actually, I've got a stat. So this is this is really high start. It's estimated that between seventy five percent and ninety percent of primary care physician visits are caused by stress related illnesses, so cardiovascular disease, obesity, diabetes, depression, anxiety, immune system suppression, headaches, back pain, neck pain, sleep problems, and the one thing that helped people the most was going out on a walk. Yeah. Go out for a freaking walk. That's like, how amazing is that? Well, it's like, it's like, well, for example, I pulled the study up about the, we spoke about this in the 10K step podcast and how just, going, just having a step count can help. So it was by McKenna et al. who reported that women who did 7K plus steps per day had a 50, 50% lower prevalence of depression and men who achieved 12.5K also had a 50% reduction in the prevalence of depression. So just walking is a massive mental benefit. And I think just being outside sometimes helping. Being outside. All those sort of physical repercussions of stress though. It was like when you had that, was it latrobophilia? Oh, my mole removal. Oh, what are you talking about? Why would you have fucking moles removed for stress? Lactroscopy. Oh, thing. my laparoscopy. Yeah. That was a bad time. But that was because you were stressed? No, it wasn't you stress. Lit- that wasn't stress. That was, was different. That was anxiety. Yeah, well, sorry, but that's what the podcast is about. We're talking about stress and anxiety because yeah. you had really bad anxiety. It was causing you chronic stomach pains. Mm. Do you know what's so mad though? As well, I think because that was what three years ago now. It was twenty eighteen. Yeah, I think potentially now because I went to so many consultants, ended up going private. I think now because I think mental health has come on come on quite a lot in the past three years. One of their first questions might be to me, "How's your your mental health?" I wasn't asked once, was I? In two years, no. It was okay. We think it's endometriosis. It's pelvic inflammatory. Let's do these tests. Let's do all these physical exams. Let's give you an operation. And after he was like, "Oh, yeah, your bowel's really inflamed, but I don't think it's due to food. I think it's due to, like how's your mindset?" Yeah. He asked after the after the surgery. I think now, hopefully, fingers crossed, more physicians and things like that because they're very aware of the effects of your mind and your gut. More people will get asked that question. I was traumatized because it was you yeah. who said you're like you're really you're really stressed a lot of the time. I've just been googling like what have you been googling, and you're like, I think it's anxiety. 
Yeah, and then from there we kind of brought you were the physician. You were the freaking doctor. Doctor Holden over here. But seriously, I hopefully, hopefully over the past three years it will have come on a little bit. Mm. I wasn't asked once. Yeah, it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because there's no. What's the obviously the physical symptoms of it, but there's nothing that would indicate it's come no, from stress no. anxiety. It's a hot, it's it's an invisible. <laughs> yeah, saying are you okay? It's not invisible I'm disease. That's probably the wrong terminology to use. But it's an in, invisible cause. You can't see it. Yeah, so it's it's really difficult to look at. Um, and and often there's there's other studies that have have indicated that regular exercise works as well as medication for some people to reduce symptoms of stress and anxiety mm-hmm. and depression. And the effect can obviously be longer lasting because you can just continue to exercise. It's free. You can do it daily. It's a choice. Yeah. And um, it it just helps significantly to reduce it over time. This is why we really want to push it down people's throat. And I know people think, oh, fucking still talking about health and fitness. There's a reason why we talk about it every day because it has massive benefits to people from all different uh, perspectives as well. And mental health problems uh, are, are so common. They account for the largest single source of disability in the UK by 23%. The biggest disability is down to mental health problems. And if if exercise can be one of the biggest free factors that help reduce that for people, mm. then we're going to sing and dance about it all fucking day. And there's a couple of, of stats that I pulled up just around mental health whilst we're on this topic. One being depression. 3.3 in 100 people have a prevalence of it. General anxiety disorder, which is what you were talking about at the start, 5.9 in 100 people have that. Panic disorder, 0.6 in 100 people. Mixed anxiety and depression, 7.8 in 100 people. In in every 100 people? In every 100 people in the UK. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's obviously very prevalent and there's strong evidence that it exists. And exercise obviously has that potential and advantage over antidepressants, because it has fewer side effects, it pot- potentially has less stigma than uh, medication or uh, counselling and and uh, psychotherapy and stuff like that. It, we've done therapy, and I don't think there should be any stigma to it. But they're all. I think they're all. The the potential always will be, and there still is now. There's a stigma behind yeah. that people are scared to talk about it. People don't want to talk about. It. People feel like there's something wrong with them when they talk about it. So we'll still continue to talk about it. But this is one of those ways that you can do it for free. It's just about how and what fits for you. Well, all of the research for humans, animals, studies or whatever indicates that being physically active improves the way your body handles stress because of changes in the hormone responses. And that exercise affects your neurotransmitters in the brain, such as dopamine, which you said before, and Mm. serotonin that affect your mood and behavior. So you're actually changing your hormones through exercise, which is making you feel better. Yeah. It could be the brisk walk. It's the smallest little things. It's a tiny little walk. It, it could really just change a few pers- uh, perspectives yeah. on things. The, the, like, after I've been in the gym, I've just smashed out a bench press or I've done something. I just feel fucking amazing after I've done it. I never, I never go into the gym and walk out and think, I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah. I, w- I, I never do that. And there's... I think especially for, and this is why I'm always pushing to my mum and dad, obviously there's a massive benefit to, I don't like calling them that older generation, but they are, the, the older gen- generation. generation, I'm generation Z, you know. Oh yeah. I'm Gen Z. I thought I was your generation, but I'm not. 
I'm a year younger. Shit me on down. But there's there's a twenty to thirty percent risk of reduction developing dementia for adults who participating in daily activity and exercise. That is insane. A reduction, sorry, did yeah. you say? And also on the other hand, physical activity can increase self esteem, reduce depression in anxiety in children as well. So being being proactive with it and use it as a preventative is also an important tool when it comes to stress and anxiety in late life or in early life and i when i when i was reading this i was thinking back to when i was in pe love pe that pe was my favorite but class. isn't that but that's that's again interesting because you will speak to some people who are like i fucking hated pe hated it didn't want to do it felt like a tit and just didn't enjoy it and it's there's a clear divide that you'd have with kids in pe who didn't like it didn't yeah. want to didn't want to participate and I think that's because they were, they were not kind of influenced by their parents to probably participate in sports or fitness from a young age and they get to school and are forced to do it yeah, because you have yeah. to do it. You have to do it. You have to do some kind of sport and fitness as part of like the national curriculum. And that's where it's difficult because then you're being forced to do something that you've never done before, which is difficult and puts people in a in a stressful situation. And it was always... You you could see those kids who didn't want to do it. They had no confidence in what they were doing. They didn't want to be there. And usually, it was the chubbier kids who were like that because they hadn't been nurtured or influenced to do it by parents. And this is why we had that whole discussion on the fat kid culture last week with Matt. Did you do quite a lot of PE in primary school and reception? Yes. Yeah, we did. Loads. Like Our primary school was really active which probably helps a lot of people when they stepped up to high school as well because there was definitely some people in my high school who d- didn't really do PE yeah in primary school then we did double lessons when we were in secondary school then we had double double PE oh yeah like a couple times a week and things like that no it isn't like double bubble back to back sport oh. because the the conclusion that they came to when we we're doing a lot of the sports sessions was well you waste 10 minutes five minutes getting ready and 10 five minutes in so by the time you have like half an hour mm. so you used to have double lessons which is great i loved it but there's a lot of people who hated it i loved it because i wasn't sat at a desk writing stuff down yeah like i, I and i also really enjoy pee because i was good at pee i was good at sport which i think obviously if you're good at something you you enjoy the class more mm-hmm. it was the same if people enjoyed maths god forbid yeah if, if people enjoy maths and they're good at they're good at maths loving it I used to go into math and I used to dread it because I used to really, really struggle with numbers. I was like, I can't, I was like, I can't understand what you're trying to do. Yeah. So for me, that was quite stressful and people would feel the same about PE. However, I think in schools now, it's got loads, loads better. I think it's a lot, lot better. Yeah, I think it's difficult because a lot of the owners come to the parents getting kids into sport from a young age and I think that's why it's huge for even if parents aren't really into health and fitness or sports themselves then to give their children that opportunity and that choice to be able to go do you know what i want to play football want to dance want to do gymnastics want to do something where i move because it's massively beneficial just for especially with kids who have attention deficit disorder and there's massive benefits from just being outside and doing something as well yeah no definitely there was actually I, we haven't really touched on this, but I think sometimes people, it, be, it can be quite hard in terms of barriers. So when they're stressed and they want to relieve it through exercise, you've got barriers in terms of things such as lack of time. Mm-hmm. So that's something that was reported for adults with children. They have a lack of time, 
a lack of motivation, fatigue, poor sleep habits, poor dietary habits. And those are factors that can kind of stop people. But this is why people create certain things such as the My Coach School. That is obviously a plug to our school. But generally I am saying you could do a home workout for 30 minutes. I'm not, do you know, so to help the barriers in sport or exercise when you are trying to relieve stress but feel like it's just bouncing back on you and you can't do it, it's not one size fits all. Yeah. You don't need to go to the gym five days a week. You don't need to run three days a week like me and Ben do. You can do a 30-minute dumbbell workout in your garden, in your living room. You can go for a 20-minute walk between a gap of it's it's helping people who do have those barriers. I think that's one of the big things is the main issue for people, I think, when they're in that sort of state, for example, morning anxiety or feeling anxious in the morning, is it's the sort of instinct is to be like a cocoon. Is to <laughs> is I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to speak to anyone. I don't want to go anywhere. Cocoon. What's a cocoon? Is a caterpillar living a cocoon? I think so, yeah. It's just like cocoons. Well... You know, Bug's life. The fat Bug. <laughs> when he gets his little wings. And he flies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the wings are fucking so Is he small. the chubby one? Yeah, he's like, oh, girls, I got my wings. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. That chubby one is my favourite. He is great. He's a... a bug's life's one of my favourite films. Bugs that life. and Ants oh, is great. I don't think I've seen Ants. No. I don't think I have. I think You've I've got. Known. We've watched Ants, definitely. No, we've watched Bugs Life numerous times, and I watched it. When Ants I was little, is a great film. Maybe we should pop pop that on. I love watching films like that again because it gets me it gets me feeling like a kid again. That's they're Pix- were they Pixar films. Yeah, Bugs Life's definitely Bugs Pixar, Life and Ants so. top top okay, movies. Okay, we'll watch Ants. Okay. Not seen it. Deal. But the the thing that I was getting at is it's hard to get all that feeling like when you're already feeling it anxious in the morning. Probably the last thing you want to do is go and be standing in front of other people working out. And it's how do we assist how, help how, how do we get away from that mindset because at the end of the day we know one of the easiest things that we can do to just knock the fuck out of stress and anxiety is to go and do some form of physical exercise it's the it's the, it's the things that we have most easily accessible to us but it doesn't mean that's easy to do it because yeah. once you're in that mindset it's hard so it's obviously the biggest thing is to do to, is to make it a habit because you'll do it no matter what but how do we get into that initial habit? And one of the ways that I do it sometimes, because I'm like that when I'm in that state, it's, I fucking can't be arse training. I don't want to train. I don't feel motivated. Yeah. I feel down. And I just couldn't think of anything worse. So the, the thing that I do sometimes when I'm feeling that is, one, I sometimes think about how I feel if I won't go. But that isn't always one of the best indicators for some people, because we know in human psychology that humans won't, do certain behaviors as a way to avoid a certain consequence mm. it just it's not always the best way so two is think about how i feel after i know from looking at previous instances i'll never walk out of the gym as i said and feel do you know what i wish i hadn't gone to the gym today never never feel that way yeah i had to fight through that this morning I was but when you really finished so you bet you felt better still well, i nearly left <laughs> but i did one set of hit thrusts i'm like i need to leave I am so glad I did not leave that yeah. gym this morning because I would have felt absolutely shit mm-hmm. today. And I don't at all now. I feel a lot better. I feel a lot more positive. Honest to God, I was getting my barber pad. I was like, <laughs> I'm going. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, really glad I didn't because 
like you said, you don't come away feeling worse. Yeah. You might, you, yeah, so you might not feel on top of the world, mm-hmm. but you'll 100% feel better. 100%. And that's why, again, like we spoke about before, something's always better than nothing. You don't have to go in and be busting balls and be going for PBs and doing the best session you've ever done or... Slow it down. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one of the things I was going to talk about is just cutting reps and sets. Mm. So one of the things that I'll sometimes do is when I'm not really feeling a workout or I'm not feeling motivated or I'm feeling uh, a bit anxious, I'll cut some of the reps and sets down. Mm. So instead of going in doing, for example, your, fe- your full three or four sets and all exercises, just do two sets or knock an exercise off the end or... If you've got exercise which really require you to be fully fucking ready to go and do shit, i.e. deadlifts or squats, just leave them out of the workout and do the accessory movements. Yeah. Because something is better than nothing. I bet we're one of the only coaching platforms that says that to people. Mm -hmm. I bet we are one of the only fucking apps who say, look, if you're feeling stressed, just drop a few sets, not sweat it all out. Go hard or go home. Behave yourself. Balls to the walls. More iron, more trying. No rest days. We saw something, didn't we, this week? Fuck off, mate. No rest days. Giving someone no rest days. Seven days. Seven day program. (laughs) What do you mean no rest days? Really strange. But I'm very proud of that with my coach school. I really am. And also, I guess on that element... The key, the community side of things. Oh, doing things with other people is massive because I that's what brings people up. Community. That's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing things with like having that. I don't mean physically tangible oh, doing yeah, something with sorry. other people. I mean as in having because a lot of people train on their own. So having that community that you can fall back on, put a post in, tell people how you're feeling, having other people who are going. Do you know what I'm anxious this morning? I went and trained. Yeah. Is having relatability is huge. And someone else could come and be like, "Oh my god, I felt the same this yeah. morning." And Oh, what session did you do? Oh, I'm doing the building run program yeah. too. And it's having that relatability with other people and the realism and having like the no bullshit. But yeah, that is the my coach school if you're especially, not aware. Especially for guys, because this is something that mm-hmm. we've su- we always suppress and it's a shame. And it leads to, to later issues down the line. And the, the the one of the last things that I'll always do is we just touched on before, and this is why I get really, really pissed off when I leave my headphones at home. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really bad time when yeah. Ben loses his Because head. music is a game changer for me with my mindset. I just give him mine. I'm like, please. No, but sir. I don't like taking yours <laughs> off you. I don't like taking yours off you because I know how important they are for me when I'm training and sometimes on my own. Yeah. It's really important because if I put like, if I, my mood can change like that. Yeah. Eminem, okay, I'm ready to fuck shit up. Yeah. Well, sometimes I don't want to listen to Eminem because I feel like I'm going to jump off a bridge. So I'll listen to something like Flow Rider where if I'm running. I get that feeling, do 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 do. I get it on. It's like yes, I'm banging again. My head's going. I go, go. It is. Go. It mu- music really is like in the gym. Yeah, I think music all round in general. Me and yeah. Cal in the car yesterday. Oh my Jesus Lord. We, you know, WAP the song. Yeah. It is so crude. Like we were sat. We were. We were like proper. But listen to the lyrics. Disgusting. Yeah. Like it's. But we were just having. It, it was just hilarious, and we had. It it was just really really fun and music can definitely do that. I listened to Moana. Moana. Yeah, that's. A g- I remember when we were listening to that. There's a morning. I don't know why when we were in London and we were so stressed and we had Moana on and you dance around the broom. Yeah. It just changes mindset like that. Yeah. So moral of the story is don't forget your headphones for and the gym. listen to Moana and listen to Moana. Yeah. The but it is important because we have these for me. We have these mental health pillars and they're all really important to holding us up. So we have the, the social element, we have the physical element, we have the mental element. And if we allow any of those pillars to 
slide or tip or fall down we will eventually fall ourselves even mm. if we try and just use these other supporting pillars to keep us up so it's, it's important that we have that physical side there and we're proactive of it to help our mental side and the same with the social element as well to keep all things running in tangent because if any of those pillars drop eventually we will so i think that's a really important factor you just like you pull one of those jenga sticks out what happens when it's blown flocks you're fucking falling unless you put out in the right area but i'll eventually fall anyway that's what i'm trying to get at. so i mean i hope this these kind of bits that we've touched over today have been important and we're gonna we're gonna touch on these with some of our future guests because we've actually got dr mike on the podcast next week which i'm sure we'll we'll touch on some of their stuff but then we have also got i think the week after i won't give his name um we've got a physiologist um who is an expert in lifestyle medicine and a wellness consultant he's a, he's really incredible like we really we intelligent guy to him we we went to this presentation talk and he was one of the speakers me and Ben straight away went he needs, he needs we need to get him on the podcast yeah. we need to get him on the podcast I don't so want to give too much away because he's a no gr- I know I think the way he speaks he's really non-bullshit but he's in a he's a, in a position where he's got a lot of experience within the, the medical field as well so he'll be a really good guest so we're going to touch on these topics a bit more with the with them two guys who a lot more qualified and experienced in that field who yeah. can give their perspective as well as our sort of uh, experience of it yeah 100% and on the note of running don't forget MCF ten. Also, it's it's one of those things where we're doing <laughs> it for like a good. A we're doing it for a good MCS cause. MCS ten. Potentially not that See, jingle because no one, no them. one's what gonna. T- if you do that, no one's turning up. <laughs> doing you one. You've got three seconds. Three, two, one, go. MCS ten. <laughs> okay, it's not a fucking hip hop concert. You got one more go. You try. You got one more go. Three, two, one, go. MCS ten. Okay, it's not an army boot camp either. <laughs> that was quite good we'll get your mum to sing or something because it'll probably work a bit better but um, we've got the MCS 10 event on my birthday 30th of October I just I wonder if you can tell <laughs> I wonder if you can share the event and not not say at the end it's my birthday as well <laughs> oh, if you don't tell people it's your birthday you don't get gifts and I'm one of those people I'm a human being do you, do you know what people enjoy giving gifts I enjoy receiving them so if people get if people's mental health is bettered by them giving, I am fucking fully happy to receive all day long. No, I know that. So, just bear that in mind. <sighs> but yeah, you can get more information about the event. Link in the description. Also, if you sign up and you come along, please, 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 on the Just Given page, leave a donation because the whole event is in aid of breast cancer now. Yeah, 100%. And it is a charity that we know is very close to a lot of people's hearts. It's very close to myself and Ben as well. Mm-hmm. So if you can do... out. If you can donate a pound or whatever it is, obviously they will really, really appreciate yeah. it when it gets sent off to them. It's been going to be a cool day as well. Sponsor the podcast today, Muscle Food. My protein's there, giving out some freebies. We're going to be giving out some uh, free MCS. Spend's birthday. Freebies. Just in case you forgot, it's, it's my birthday. It's a really big birthday though, to be fair. It is. And we're going to be around for afterwards for chit-chat, selfies, good times. Chilling, grilling, laughing. I've, I've there's a couple of guys who've messed about it. I think I'm going to have to take a few beers down as well and we can crack a beer. Oh, yeah, crack a beer. That's great. Yeah, so I'll crack a oh, beer. Girls, I'll just bring a bottle of wine or something. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's mm. a, that, I mean, it's beers is quite bougie, it's quite cheap. It? I mean, yeah. wine. It's, it, if you're gonna be, I'll come with my glasses. If you're going to be dosing up everyone with wine glasses. Probably not. And yeah. and red wine in a plastic cup just isn't the same, is it? It doesn't have no, that bougie element to it. 
It tastes like vinegar. You may as well drink vinegar. Can't have wine in a plastic cup. Yeah. Oh, it does taste like vinegar, doesn't it? It's a bit fucking trumpy, that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, very, it's very festival vibes. We're not going for that vibe at our event. No, we're not. But I uh, hope you all enjoy this one. It's a bit of a different one. Obviously, we've been doing quite a few interviews at the moment, so it's nice to have a sit down, chit-chat, and just bang out some... Uh, some hopefully relatable content that will help quite a few people. Not that the other ones don't help people, but again, different format. If you enjoyed it, continue to tag us in your stories because we really, 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 really appreciate it. And also, if you could do us a little quick favor and go on to iTunes, go to search, type in the Not So Fit Couple podcast, scroll down, give it five stars, write a cheeky review. We'd really appreciate that. It only takes two seconds. Yeah, and also, I do apologize. We had to switch over the Spotify channel to a different one. So oh, yeah, if you yeah, guys, we, we used to be listening on Spotify. There is one Spotify channel for it now if you want to hop over onto there and subscribe to that. If you're watching on YouTube, also, any questions, thoughts on the podcast, any future potential guests, please drop them in the comments because we do go through and read them all and we do appreciate them. 100%. And we will catch you in next week's episode. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.